This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. Well, hello there. Welcome to another exciting episode. I'm here today with Dr. William Song. Say hello. Hello, Anne, and hello, everybody. Hey, we're glad to be here. Dr. William Song is not only a great physician, but also a very good friend. And I have the honor of know, uh, having known him for years. And here today, he's a special guest. And we're going to talk about some something that will be interest for everyone. Is We're going to talk about what is the penis size and how to enlarge it and what goes on. So Dr. William Song is a recognized expert in cosmetic surgery, particularly using your own fat to transform you into young and sexy looking. He is also board certified in internal medicine, and he's also certified in American Board of Laser Surgery. And he is an instructor for doctors all over the world, teaching them how to do fat as well as PRP procedures for cosmetic application as well. So today, and he's the one that actually taught me how to do penile enlargement as well. So we're talking to the expert who's been doing this for many years and has pioneered the technique on penile enlargement. So let's start out with what the question is larger, better when it comes to penis size. Well, and first of all, thank you so much for having me. This is a great honor. honor to be on your show. And uh, yeah, so this is a topic that is gaining a lot more interest lately because for the longest time, this is something that men have wanted for forever, for centuries. But now we actually have techniques that we can actually increase the, the size um, safely. So uh so this is, in the past, it wasn't really worth talking about because there was nothing you can do about it, but now we can. So I'm really excited to be here so that we can talk and let people know what's possible. Right. So what, what we're talking about is that um, before, if you wanted to have a larger penis, you would have to get a surgery where they cut into you and they would implant like a mesh or something that will uh, permanently enlarge it. So there's a technique that Dr. Song has been doing for years that is really minimally invasive that gives you result almost immediately and is aesthetically Beautiful. So can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, penile enlargement procedure? Yeah, so let me just uh, tell you, give you a little bit of background. When I was a medical student, the first time that I even heard of anybody having things like this, I had a patient who was an older guy. Um, in the, he was in the hospital for a different reason, and I was uh, examining him. He um, opened up his robe, and he had a... a biggest <laughs> penis that I've ever seen. It was huge. 
And I just kind of jumped back, and uh, he's he's like, "All right, don't don't. It's just it's just an implant." And I'm like, "Implant?" And he explained to me that uh, they actually did it for erectile dysfunction. They put a uh, like a rod, um, a actual plastic implant, into his penis um, so that he can have intercourse. And he regretted that it was too big. It was not really functional. And also at that time, with the type of implant he had, it was just one, you know, it was a, almost like a permanent erection. So it wasn't very convenient. And uh, that's the first time I learned that people were actually doing this type of stuff. And then, How long ago was that? Oh, that's got to be... 30 years ago. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the poor guy. Probably more than that. Having that walking around with that all the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so then the technology improved. They had the ones that you can kind of pump up as needed. Um, but it still involved putting an implant into the penis and they lose all sensitivity and it doesn't feel so. It, um, so they lose all pleasure in sex. But um, and that was before, you know, Viagra and uh, any uh, erectile uh, dysfunction treatment. So that's basically all they had. Um, so since then, um, there have been developments where people uh, they've put where people have used fat and fillers to try to increase the penile size. Um, the, the problem was that a lot of times people had a difficult time trying to get that right to make it look right. Um, the fat didn't really stay and fillers could be lumpy. Um, so, so when I started performing the procedures, which Actually, I started doing it at the request of a patient because I started doing erectile dysfunction with the PRP um, after I learned how to do the P-shot from Dr. Ronalds. And um, so we started treating people for that, and um, it does increase the size a little bit. So, um, But then I started getting people that just wanted the size. They, didn't, they weren't really here for... Uh, for the function, they were more interested in the size, and just using PRP wasn't enough. And so I started uh, using some fillers, and then I figured out ways to make it uh, so it doesn't doesn't come out lumpy. And I think that was the key. So what? T- tell us about like filler. What 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 is filler, and, and how does it enlarge uh, the penis? It does it enlarge length and girth? And what 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 does filler do? Yeah, so fillers are are substances. There's different types of substance. The most common is hyaluronic acid, which is a natural substance that's normally in your body, and it's it's very common for uh, treating your face. So you have people putting it in their lips, putting it in their cheeks. So to volumize the face, uh, there's a lot of different fillers that you can use to do that. And so my one patient asked me, why don't you put it down there for me? And I said, I never actually heard of anybody doing that. Um, So I had to really um, do a lot of research and look around. And there were some people uh, down in South America and Europe using fillers, different types of fillers. And there had been some complications where people injected it into the wrong place because there's blood vessels down there that you should not inject it into. Um, and uh, there have been some disasters from people doing that. So you really have to know the anatomy and know where to safely inject it. 
and um, and it's if you do, if you do know where to inject and more importantly where not to inject, then you can actually do it very safely. So um, so now um, I've been doing this for almost ten years, and uh, it's really kind of an art form. Um, you have to just get the you know get it right aesthetically as well as functionally and um, so we can actually increase the girth um, which is the the thickness um, the length is a little bit trickier because you can't actually increase the erectile length by by putting fillers in but by adding weight to it um, you can make the flaccid length longer because it's just going to hang lower because of the extra weight. Um, so you can make it look pretty impressive. And, um, and once men discover that it's possible to do that, um, it's, it's like, I, I think pretty soon it's going to be like breast implants for women. Uh, in the beginning, right. it was kind of... So, but but uh, let's go back to like the bigger mean better performance for men and better satisfaction for women. So there's this thing called micro penis, and um, the actual definition of a micro penis. Uh, I think you might know this better, but I, I, was I, it I think like it's less inches? than three inches. Yeah, three yeah. inches. So uh, erect. Um, yeah. yeah, three inches erect. Okay, but it's like this term. Like once men hear about micro penis, and they're looking down there and they're thinking, "Do I have a micro penis?" And that's actually a very common. Um, thing that people come out, they say, I think I have a micro penis. I need your help. <laughs> and, um, most of the times they're quite normal, right? Cause, uh, um, so, and you, you looked into this and, um, you said the average, um, right. Length so the, there were 21 studies that were done and I did a review of this on episode eight. So if you need to listen to it in more detail, go back to episode eight on my show. And I talk about uh, penis size and there were 21 review studies. And there was one that looked at 15,000 men of all nationalities and uh, races. And for flaccid penis, the, the length is 3.6. And uh, the girth is actually... 3.66. So at flaccid, the length and the girth is almost the same. However, an erect penis, the length is 5.1 and the girth is 4.6. So it seems like when the penis is erect, there is about an average about 1.5 inch uh, increase uh, and about a one inch increase in girth. And as, as you alluded to earlier, that most men are about at least five inches in length and probably 4.6 uh, inches in girth. But, you know, like breasts and women, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, beauty in the eye of the beholder and what makes them uh, happy, right? And so um, you, were, you were saying that, you know, mo most of the time when, when the patient come and see you, they're actually pretty normal size then? Yeah. So uh, in answer to, to your previous question, does it actually increase the function to make it bigger? 
I mean, unless you actually have a micro penis, um, it's not really going to change. I mean, most men that come to me for it are not coming to me to have it increased so they can actually have uh, intercourse or or procreate. They're just having it, just like women get breast implants, you know, you just want it bigger because uh, they, uh, they feel more confident, they feel better about themselves, and... Um, and they can, uh, they do it because they can. <laughs> so, so I think it's it's more about how it makes them feel than uh, than actual function. Right, and we also probably want to point out too that you know, in reality, you know that uh, th- those are the normal sizes and not what you see in on uh, in the media or in porn, which which is totally different than what is normal. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's uh, that's part of the reason why so many men have issue with this because uh, even from a young age, I remember you know being in junior high school and having other guys just brag about their eight inch or ten inch <laughs> you know members yeah. and. Um, uh-huh. So I thought that was the normal size because yep. they were all talking about how big they were. So, you know, and then you watch, then then you get, uh, if you ever get exposed to the porn, um, then you see like these men with huge, you know, you know, porn penises. So then, then you think that's normal. And for, I mean, like as a doctor, we see it, you know, so we can kind of see that, okay, that's not normal. Normal people have normal sized penises, but um, an average guy, I mean, like a regular guy doesn't necessarily see a lot of penises, so they don't know. You know, they just assume that they're smaller because they I just see what's in the media. Right. And you're part of a good point because, you know, what you learn about sex uh, is really porn or the media, right? It's not like when you're growing up, your parents going to show you a little video. Oh, this is what sex is about. This is the normal penis <laughs> size. It's a, you know, it's not like, but you, what you learn is you learn on your own and you learn through those type of, of media outlet. And so they're not really truly reflection of what really goes on. And for a man, how often do you see another man with an erect penis? Yeah. Probably not often, right? <laughs> I mean, you go in the locker room and you see it flaccid, but exactly. how often you see an erect penis? You know what I mean? I, I, I just thought about that. I yeah. mean, for a woman, how often do you see another woman, yeah, uh, uh, vagina, and compare yourself other uh, other than you, if you, uh, you and me who does this on a daily basis? Uh, you know, who who can yeah. tell? I, and I, I, oftentimes, I'll tell patients too who come and see me for uh, penile enlargement, I said, you know, you're pretty average and uh, you're, you're right smack on average. And, you know, uh, I, I understand you do this, but, you know, just know that you're, you're okay. But I understand that, you know, yeah, like I said, it's, it's all, you know, in how make you feel and, and it's yeah. a personal issue, right? Yeah. And by the way, that's also probably the most common question uh, when women come to get their laser hair removal, if they want to get like a full hair removal, um, they're always asking, am I normal? <laughs> you know, because like you said, they don't have anything to compare it with. So they want to know if they look normal. <laughs> 
Well, you, you and I have seen a lot of penises and vagina, and everyone looked different. Everyone yeah. looked different. They all are normal, right? And I always tell patients, I said, you are very, very uh, normal, and everybody is uh, unique uh, as well. So, um, and, you know, I, I want the, the listener to comment down below uh, about what your thoughts are about what we talk about. And do you actually measure yourself? Let's talk about how to measure a penis at flaccid and also at erect yeah so uh, typically like when they do medical studies and you pointed out that there were actually studies that they measure uh penis length so the way they do it is obviously they're not trying they're not making people get erections to measure it so um when they're trying to get the erect length, basically it's the stretched length of the penis. So uh, you stretch it as far as you can stretch it and you measure it from the base to the tip. And um, so, okay, so I found this little light bulb extender and <laughs> so if you're measuring like from the base, I don't know if you can see that, to the tip, so you're gonna measure it right from the base to the tip. So this is a little bit over five inches. Um, so that's how you measure the length and you're gonna have them pull it and stretch it while you measure it. And then to get the circumference, you're going to actually measure around like this and then can't really see, but right. So you, the, you, the, the circumference yeah. should be at at the base, kind of near uh, the base of the penis, and not in the yeah. middle of the penis, right? Yeah, I mean that's for for consistency. If you're doing a study, but if you're just trying to measure it, you can measure it at any point. Um, right, but right. That, that's how you you measure it. And um, what I actually like to do to get um, so when we do our treatments, we have pumps. So, so we have these cylinders, so this kind of forces an erection using a vacuum, so there's different sizes. So this one, um, it says one and three quarters, and that's the circumference. And then, so you can just, if you fit into this one and the edges are touching, that's uh, that's your maximum um, girth, and you can also measure the length. And that I, I think for um, for my patients, I do this. This is more consistent, I think, than stretching. And then you can use the different cylinder sizes to measure it. So, uh, so that's how uh, that's how I measure it. Um, but there's but the stretch length and the circumference is how it's typically measured. Oh, I see. Yeah, what what I usually do is I I measure it flaccid, and then I am, and then I'll give patient a a, a little uh, um, trimix injection, and then measure it uh, at an actual physiological erect uh, state. Uh, it's actually very accurate. You can do that right before and after, uh, you know, uh, before and then after the procedure uh, where, you know, we put in filler and also PRP. Yeah. So Trimix, by the way, is an injection that you can do, which actually causes an erection within five minutes. And um, so that's a that's a good way to to do it. 
um, but it is an injection. Um, so with a very, very, very small needle, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of men use trimixer as an injector to help them get an erection. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's a very, very small needle and it's almost like painless. So, uh, thanks for showing me that. That's uh, actually a, uh, actually a really a good way to measure your erection at home by using the the vac uh, the vacuum pump. Yeah, and what and what's nice is when we do the uh, enlargement procedures. They actually have to graduate to bigger pumps, and uh, and that's very satisfying for them to when oh. they uh, when they ask for a bigger pump. Uh huh. Because they you're right. I do remember one. that, yeah. and and uh, in fact, you know, I uh, I I have the uh, different cylinder sizes in my uh, office. Uh, um, you know, the large and the extra large, but the extra large is I think two and a half. Uh, inch? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I think the, the, uh, pump is actually, they're measuring the, the, the diameter rather than the circumference. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. absolutely so, right. So yes. check this out. So this is Dr. Kaplan makes these pumps. Uh-huh. And they How make big this, is that? This says three and a quarter. So. This is not the circumference. This is a this is the, the diameter. Diam- diameter. That's right. Okay. What, what, so yep. yeah. So I thought when I saw this, I thought that this was like I'm a like, gag. Oh, no, three and a half. <laughs> yeah, is, you're right. This is huge. <laughs> so anyway, but what I what I found out was this one is like a secondary cylinder. It actually um, you uh, you put the penis and the testicles into this together. And pump oh, it. So that's what gotcha. this big one is for. In case you were curious, why they had that. I <laughs> see. Interesting. People. I, I didn't even know they had that. Actually, so yeah. I have to uh, inquire about that. But <laughs> yes. So for correction, uh, people uh, that uses the the pump, that's not a true uh, circumference. That's just the diameter. That's the diameter. Uh, but you can point. you can measure the circumference of the um, of the cylinder. Or yes. you can actually measure the circumference of the penis after you pumped it because it will stay erect for a while. Right. Absolutely. So what type of transformation do you see in your patients once they have this, uh, the procedure to enlarge their penis? And, and when you do the procedure, how, how much uh, more increase in, in, uh, in girth uh, than uh, with the procedure? Because when the procedure doesn't really increase length, right? It's really more increasing in girth. Yeah, so um, I typically get about an inch um, increase in girth with each treatment, which is about five syringes of filler, um, and then they can come back. and I don't want to. I don't like to do more than that in one sitting because um, if you uh, if you have any kind of irregularities or anything like that. Um, I want to be able to uh, to adjust it with the next next uh, next round of treatment, um, and if if you do too much, it tends to shift. So uh, so the ideal amount in one setting for me is is five syringes. Right, I see. And uh, what transformation do you see? Well, I had one patient. Uh, one of my patients described it as life changing. Uh, like what? What happened? He just felt that he got so much more confidence. I mean, obviously, you can't see it. Like, you know, 
no, you, people aren't going to see it like if you have a breast implant. Um, but just knowing that, uh, you know, that you're bigger gives, gives a lot of confidence to men. It's, it's kind of a guy thing, you know. Um, in fact, I think, uh, you know, probably like, you know, the biggest disservice is to give a lot of testosterone. I know you, we do hormone emplacements, but to give a lot of testosterone to man to a man with a small penis is is asking for disaster. Because then, you know, they get this complex. They get this all, you know, hormones raging, and and they know that they're small and they're angry. You know, so <laughs> a, a small a, a small angry penis <laughs> man. With, with testosterone raging. You know, so um, you know, I, I mean, there's. There is treatment, and and the thing is, like people don't. A lot of people still don't know that it's possible, you know, because we're so used to getting these spam emails and things, you know, like oh, increase your size and all that, and most of them are just spam, spam and um, and scams to just take your money. And a lot of people have um, probably, you know, tried one of those and just found out it's a scam. So they have this idea that none of it works um, but there is there are real treatments that can help with it oh and, absolutely and yeah. and that that's where I, I like to end and that if you're interested in getting enlargement for your manhood that go to the expert go to people that have done this for a while that knows what to do when complication happen. And some of the complication is, is what Dr. Song has said is you can, there's blood vessel down there. You can get blood clot. You can get uh, malformation. You can get uh, emboli, you know? Yeah. So, Um, so it, you know, it, the fillers and stuff, I mean, it is kind of costly, but it's, you know, it's not something that you want to go, you know, to some uh, some third world country to get the cheap material that we can't get here because it's not safe. Uh, that's you know definitely something you don't want to do. Um, and I tell you, you know, it's uh, it's cheaper than um, some of the substitutes like a fancy car or a yacht. You can get. <laughs> Oh, true. <laughs> you can spend a fraction of the money and get uh, right now. Uh, now these, uh, now I wanted to say that this uh, these uh, fillers uh, and the PRP is is it uh, permanent or is it semi permanent? So there are different types of fillers, and the hyaluronic acid fillers are going to be the safest because if it didn't come out right, you know it's going to go away, and it, it's reversible as well. There's an enzyme that can reverse it, um, but there are more permanent options. Um, uh, fillers like Sculpture can last a couple of years and Bellafill um, is pretty much permanent because it's um, micro implants. So, um, so there are different options. Um, if you're going to uh, somebody who's your doctor is just getting started in it, you might want to just do the hyaluronic acid because if you don't like the way it came out, you can always reverse it. But yeah, I mean, I absolutely use right. Well, I'm, I I trained from Doctor Song about I think uh, maybe uh, uh, four four years ago, uh, I believe, uh, 2018. Um, 
um, or so. But he's been doing this for 10 years before anyone has even uh, uh, started doing this. Well, there's other people that have been doing it, but I think I've kind of, you know, come up with a technique where we can uh, make it much more aesthetically pleasing and, and safer. Right. And he also uh, does uh, shockwave therapy to shape the penis. So that way it looks more symmetric and more sexy and usable because when you put the filler in, there could be some asymmetry uh, in the shape. But with having said that, I want to thank you for being here and talking with me. It's always a joy to talk with you and okay. to share your knowledge. And so how, how, how does our listener be able to find you? Okay, so they can go to hungshot.com, H-U-N-G-S-H-O-T.com. And uh, on that webpage, I have explain the procedures that we do and um, the pricing and everything. So you can go there, H-U-N-G-S-H-O-T, hungshot.com. And uh, and by the way, just to make a little light of the current situation that's going on, I'm running a dictator special, okay? <laughs> so, so if Vlad or, uh, or Kim or uh, Jing, if anybody, if you guys... You know, instead of making war, if you want a bigger penis, we'll do it for you. Okay? <laughs> Either Anne or myself would take care of that, and you don't have to uh, go invading countries to, you know, to show your manhood. <laughs> oh my God! I have I haven't said I haven't uh, heard that said before. Dictator. So does that mean that the dictator have to have smaller penis? So I guess it, it, so. <laughs> So a dictator and, and a tyrant and a maniac have smaller <laughs> penis. That's why they want to invade other countries to make them feel better. I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, why else? Would, you know. So if we can, uh, if we can spread the word that we can, uh, we can do this. We can, we can treat you. All right. Well, guys, uh, well, guys and ladies, so to uh, find, uh, I will put the link to Dr. Chong's uh, um, um, a website on there. And don't forget the dictator special uh, going on uh, right now as well, too. And uh, Dr. Song, thank you for being here. Thank you, Anne. Uh, always appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to each other soon. And goodbye now, Take guys. Care. And we'll see you at the next episode. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift designed to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time. <laughs>